1: Hey, what's up Geekscape? It's welcome to on brand new Geekscape. Yep, brand new Geekscape, but old school format. We've been at this for nine years doing the Geekscape show. And uh, this is episode 402. 402 uh, times, at least on, I don't know. I think the numbering got a little sloppy somewhere in the middle years. Where I was like, maybe I'll try this different format. of just giving you guys a little news blurbs. Or, Wait, hey, we already had
0: episode, episode 400? We had episode
1: 400. That's right, I don't remember it. Kenny, you were there. It was live. Really? The Geekscape has loved it. Interesting. Some of the Geekscape has cried, and I'm still getting messages really? about Geekscape 400, my good co-host, Kenny Craig, uh, and some of them uh, were very touching. People said it felt like a best-of show and oh, a roast cool. at the same time. <laughs> uh, I think Matthew MacGyver <laughs> from Toronto said that. Uh, I think he left it on my Facebook wall. He said felt like a roast and a best-of episode <laughs> at the same time. It was very touching, and I think he cried. Matt, I don't know if you actually said you cried, but... I'm going to say you cried. You,
2: you were roasting yourself pretty much it. the whole time, though.
1: Yeah. yeah but, but that's pretty much what we do here much anyway. That's what we do. So, yeah. you know what? I'll take the hits, uh, and the hits will keep coming. And that's just the way it is on Geekscape. If you're new to Geekscape, though, we talk movies, video games, comic books, uh, pop culture, all that stuff. Basically, if you're like one of those people who are like, man, I really would love to go to Comic-Con, well, we can be your watered-down version of Comic-Con 52 days out of the year. Every single week, on, because that's the kind of stuff we talk about, and this week is no different. My good friend Lon Strickland is here. We we, we met when Lon was working at Machinima, mm-hmm. and I don't know what I was doing with Machinima. Machinima and I have about a 10-year history of maybe we should work together,
2: and then us rarely working together. Really? Yeah. They didn't tie you in for life? That, that's so <laughs> yeah. weird.
0: That's yeah. so <laughs> odd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, no. You and Bo, I remember, came on, uh, and we're doing some that Geekscape stuff. Yeah, we, uh, we
1: were doing a show called Nerd Rage, Bo and
0: I. Yeah, Nerd Rage. That's and, right.
1: And it was cool. I loved I loved doing it. I liked it was fun. I just didn't know where it was going and how we I didn't know what in all honesty, I didn't know what we that what we were doing was any fucking different than what everyone else on the internet does.
0: Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, listen, there's a million billion versions of the same concept Whoop, out the there.
1: Whoop-de-effing <laughs> <doom.
0: laughs> <laughs> What if we get a show? where we talk about what other
2: people are doing. And not do stuff Ooh! ourselves.
1: <laughs> Ooh, did you see the new she foil cards? What? Is that the sound of a gun going in your
2: mouth? Yeah, it is.
1: Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think that what we do here on Geekscape hopefully has a little more substance. We like to be a little more uh, invested in who you are as a person. We like to get down to the
0: nitty-gritty. Yeah. Um, well, the infotainment is also something that not all... Shows seem to have... It well, it's, it's an element of, uh, you know, you're, you're educating the audience about things that they may or may not be I, aware is of Is that already.
2: like ginormous, where they just created the word in the dictionary, I mean, just yeah. like because so many wasn't stupid that a, people started using it? <laughs> wasn't
1: that a, a series of machinima? Didn't they do the... A, Infotainment? The, the enorm, no, didn't they do the enormous, like, kaiju series? Oh, there uh, was enormous, yeah. Yes. was enormous. Yeah,
0: there's a pilot, at least.
1: Yeah, and um, I don't know. I, I feel like so much of this stuff, like, you try it, you throw it against the wall, and the wall... It doesn't stick. You know what I mean? And, that, and it,
0: sometimes even if it does, nothing seems to happen. At least I'm a shit Well, it's it's
2: hard for stuff yeah. to stick when there isn't a wall to begin
0: with. <laughs> You're throwing it out of an invisible yeah. wall. Yeah. No,
2: yeah. I mean, did you enjoy working there?
0: I did. It was a really cool experience. I mean, I was there from 2010. What was your I started off as a programming manager, and I ended as a development executive. um it was a really cool experience. I mean, seeing a whole new iteration come through. You know, after the first, right. you know, senior staff kind of fizzled out, mm-hmm. new new people came in, everything changed. Right. Uh, you know, and it was it was a very different vibe. Why? Why? I mean, that's the one thing. Like, why have new people
1: come in when you've got these people who know where all the skeletons are buried. There's, <laughs> they, there's a, you know, they, maybe they, that's
2: kind of, they well, knew I too mean, much. they've been
1: there for six, seven, eight years. Some of those guys like John and, and, and like those guys, have, those guys were there. They were like the first three hires. You know what I mean? And why not, why not have, why not have them come up and be the stewards of this company? and give them the new jobs yeah, and the promotions yeah i mean there's a lot them of run it.
0: there's a lot of politics involved once uh, chad goodstein came on board you know he brought a lot of his people yeah, where did he come from i don't know anything uh, he came from a company called ovation tv yeah but ovation is like an art channel yeah i don't Dude, I, ovation, I wasn't familiar with
1: ovation it ovation is ovation wanted me to host some things for them a couple of years ago and literally it's like the kind of like no offense to ovation but it's like the kind of programming that you'd watch in like a museum
2: like elevator that sounds fantastic yeah, yeah it that.
1: was like you, you ever been to like a lemley theater no uh, no you know like a lemley movie theater and it's yep. a little more high art oh yep. yeah, yeah and you know like you know like the the trailers they show before the trailers that are like <laughs> somebody making like murals in like their studio apartment you know what i mean it, it's like it's like here's a documentary on somebody making a mural with fa- flower petals in their studio you know, and <laughs> they, they, they use part of their pl- placenta to like paint on it and i'm like sitting there
2: going really it's like, you
1: weren't gagging it's like really art it's like really artsy stuff yeah that's what Ovation does and no offense to Ovation but like it's not the same beast it's totally not the same beast as a bunch of kids who like to run around in Halo calling each other racial epithets
2: yeah. you know what I mean like it's uh, yeah, not very the same different. audience very
1: you know what I mean like Ovation's right. like da, 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 oh hello yeah. can you pass the Grey
0: Poupon <laughs> and then all of a
1: sudden this guy comes over and runs with Machinima like where's I don't in." Yeah, and, and we,
0: we picked it up pretty quickly it was like oh, but ovation wasn't a success understand the audience and i mean no Oba- offense to ovation i don't think they're a success are they? i don't know i i never really dug into it. i don't think anyone did <laughs> <laughs> he talked a good game you know right. <laughs> yeah um but you know no it, offense it, to the guy but no i mean listen i, I didn't get, i, I have get no there. ill feel, feelings you know it, it all kind of uh, played out you know we we saw the writing on the wall right you know and often this happens when a when a new team comes on they out with the old and with the new. So right. and sometimes yes. it's very quick, but it should it, yeah. be, I think. But but I understand. It should always feel gradual.
1: I you know? do understand that logic, though. Can like because you can't have the earlier regime. You can't have a success under their decisions, right? So you have, uh, for instance, when you have, uh, here's an example: the new takeover at Fox back before the new Fantastic Four. Okay. Uh, whoever the team was, remember they tried to make that movie with Christopher Columbus and all those people mm-hmm. for like a long time, and it was going to be Peyton Reed. Remember Peyton Reed was going to do the Fantastic Four before Tim Story? Mm-hmm. And then there was a regime change at Fox, and they were like, you know what? The last regime hired Peyton Reed to do Fantastic Four. If he makes that movie and it ends up being a success, what were we hired for? Right. So we need to clear the slate of those decisions and hire new people, hence... Hey, this guy who did Barbershop did pretty well, and well, he's doing this movie Taxi for us. Maybe he'll do Fantastic yeah. Four, and well, we know how that ended. But hey, it was still better than the Fantastic Four we got this past summer. Yeah. So you understand why regimes do that? It's to you don't want to you don't want to carry over success with the regime prior because what well, the fuck did they hire you then? You know what I mean? Right.
0: Right. Still, and still, it kind of, a, of
1: sucks. Right. Yeah. That, no,
0: it for sure. And there's a lot of um, emotion involved and ego mm-hmm. and and you know people are interesting creatures you know we we we're yeah. all we all kind of i mean it's 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 all about connecting and, and and trust right you know and if you don't have trust with with your team i can understand why you would want to Bring someone in under your own guise and your own sort of oversight. Do you still believe in the
1: format? Do you still believe in things like like the like the short form web content format that like Machinima was one of the pioneers on? Because I know friends like our, our friends like Luke and, and Jeremy went over to work for Buzzfeed, and I know we're playing a little inside baseball here on Geekscape, but those guys obviously stayed
0: in the space. Like, yeah. Is that yeah. Do you still believe in it? Is that I, what you I, want to do? Listen, I'm I'm working on a animation startup right now. Oh really? It's an, an animation network called Octopi. Okay. And, and we're basically fo- focusing in on animators that we. I had no you know, idea. Yeah, that's it's something that we um, we haven't really sure. announced it yet. Well, you just did. Yeah. Well, there you occupy. go. Yeah. Occupy. occupy. Octu- Octu- I like o- yeah. O- yeah. occupy.
2: Occupy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And
1: so you're working on this web startup that, but it's short, short so, form yeah, content. So yeah, we're seeking
0: investment for the for yeah short form content. It's all digital based. It's a it's a network of of very talented animators that we established relations with while we were at Machinima, and. You know, we're, so we're in the game too, and I, right. I, I fully believe that there's a future there and that, you know, that's the reality of the industry. I'm, I'm still pretty old school, though. Right. I still see it as like a stepping stone to traditional in, in so many ways. Right. Um, you see web as a stepping stone, correct? Is yeah. That what, is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I if, if you can find an audience and you can and sustain something within a budget and, and create a show, then more right. power to you. If and animation
1: seems like something that is starting to go through the same kind of content changes that um, places like Hulu and Netflix introduced five years ago where the format is changing. And now you've got these shows like we had uh, we did a show about um, what, was it? Uh, what, was the, what was it we had uh, Brian Breek in here, the, what was the name of his show? Oh, shit. Uh, um, it was a popular Disney Disney show. What was the name of it? Um, oh, uh, Gravity Falls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like shows like Gravity yeah, Falls. Yeah. It's like a different, totally different format than what you used to get Saturday morning cartoons because it's maybe it's just shorter episodes. You, now you're starting to see 12-minute animation episodes. Right. Now you're starting to see, you know, finite series of 30 episodes, and then it's done. And it, everything's kind of in flux. And I think animation is one of those places that's going to start turning into uh, a new world where our parents may start watching
2: animation.
0: Yeah. Well... Animation was sort of hijacked by Disney in this country for okay. many years, so it's been associated with with a kids format. Sure, really, like really chop-
2: by whom? Or, I mean, like, what what was it before?
0: Well, in this country, I feel like uh, it's kids, right? Right, right. You know, like but in, Japan, in Japan, I mean, Japan, that's what I mean. Europe, yeah, you think uh, in Japan and Europe, it's, it's a, a little bit more like this is just a canvas that right, right. we can tell stories with, yeah. you know? Oh, okay. Right. Now with web, we we I think we're, we're breaking those walls down a little bit mm-hmm. because there there is a wide range of. Uh, Content and sure. aimed at various different audience just levels. Say it, just
1: say it. Just a- pornography. Hentai, hentai. Yeah. Let's just get right to <laughs> it. <you know>? Actually, <laughs> the last five minutes,
2: I've just been hearing you say hentai, 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 yeah. hentai the entire We're, time. I, I, there's
1: a reason he's calling his company Octopi. No, I, no actually, you know Actually, that—that's like, that's, he's
2: gonna go straight for the tentacle. Yeah. Why no? Why did you name it Octopi instead yeah, of what, octopuses? What? What
1: kind of what kind of content exactly are you guys making? The logo
0: shows a piece of a pie
1: with
2: a tentacle. You know, a, a
1: pie, a wedge shape, not unlike yeah. the uh, the
2: tentacles going in the middle of it, the, the pointed <laughs> section, no, right? No, a wedge,
1: a wedge, not unlike a, 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 an opening in a woman's legs. Is that what you're doing? We, yeah, we, can we, you explain wait, this? How, yes, I would really like to how go set, deeper. How, 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 how deeper? Yeah, yes. How set in stone is this logo? Yeah. <laughs> a pie with a tentacle. What's well, got going everybody into talking? I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is this octopi mean? Sh- a cherry flavored pie.
0: Listen, hey man, it's,
1: I'm subscribed to that channel. I'm just saying.
0: The the, the thank you. Yeah, you're welcome to. He's fucking uh...
1: starting a hentai channel. Just see <laughs> yeah. a hentai channel.
0: <laughs> Listen. I Animation. Love how he, how he announced it, and five minutes later, we've discredited. <laughs> yeah. <it. laughs>
1: There's a reason he didn't announce it. He's like, well, it hasn't been announced yet, and it's done. and yeah. it's done. It, oh, his, his far company far just launched poor company just lasted five minutes. <laughs> uh, it's over.
0: Uh, thanks, guys.
1: Uh, my partners like, are gonna kill me. We're like that Mark Cuban show. What's the name of that Mark Cuban show? The uh, Shark Tank. Shark, yeah. We're like Shark Tank, but we, but we just we're like, go, oh, this is <laughs> your idea. This is great. Actually, no, it's trash. Get we're the fuck out of here. We're not gonna tell you whether or not the idea is successful. We're just gonna make fun of it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the animation <on> <laughs> 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 Alright,
1: all right. we're going to give you Hey, we're going to give you your day in Lawn, But uh. first we have to uh, stop for uh, Station identification Guys, this is T-Radio V, our home here on Geekscape And you're listening to Geekscape, but we got to take a little break We'll be right back after this Hang tight Alright, is alright Hey, enough of that theme song, enough of that Were you doing different numbers? <laughs> it's really, our, our engineer those we like a countdown from 5, 4, 3, 2. But he went 5, 4, 3, 4. <laughs> Stay on your toes, London. Stay on your toes. You never know when I'm going to point that one. And then he just pointed at me. Yeah. I was like, all right, okay, we're back. That's pretty legit um, to me. So we're, we're uh, really, we're really uh, raking poor lawn Strickland across. You know, I know we just him across rip the apart like, his like entire animation guys. thing,
2: and then we're like, gotta go to break. Bye. <laughs> like <laughs> we're like we're like a
1: dickheaded Shark Tank. But um, you have this 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 animation thing, and I love talking about animation because it is. I think it's. I don't know. I I, I think it, you're right. It has been discredited due to the hijacking that it it's had most of our lives and before our lives. Everybody is like, oh, it's a kids' medium. Uh, that being said, I did go see Zootopia, and it's the best movie I've seen this year. And really? In, in, in December may roll around, 2017 may start, and it will still be the best movie I'll have seen in 2016. That might actually happen.
0: Yeah, I then, uh, depending that, on
1: how good Cano is.
0: Would you say better than Inside Out?
1: <laughs> I enjoyed Zootopia more than Inside Out. Yeah, I, li- I I really really liked Inside Out, and I think. Um, I think uh, what's the name of that the the character um, Bing Bong is like one of the best characters. Oh, yeah, I think he's the best character created <laughs> in the last ten <laughs> yeah. years.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but Zootopia is a phenomenal movie.
0: Cool, it's it good to hear. It's
1: just incredible. Yeah, I mean the too.
2: trailer made me like not many trailers make me just laugh out loud, but but the entire sloth scene and like the DMV. Like it made yes. just made me. I was just fucking laughing my ass off the entire time that, that the and, employees of the DMV are all slobs. Yeah, That's why that, it's so slow. Yeah,
1: I love. You know what? Watch the movie. The whole thing is incredibly clever. It, I'm completely blown away. It's about this uh, the young rabbit. She grows up and she wants to be a police officer, but police, you know, but rabbits aren't predators, and it's really they've never really had a rabbit police officer before. But when she goes to Zootopia as the first graduate of the police academy to pursue her dream. Uh, it's a rough go of things, and uh, she falls in with. Uh, there's a larger mystery that there's a part of, and she falls in with this Sly Fox character, voiced by Jason Bateman, <coughs> and um, and they kind of fall in together, and you know for better or worse they have to work together, and it's awesome. What's really impressive about the movie is I read an article that in uh, December of 2014 <coughs> they looked up they looked up having realized that they the entire movie they had decided to make the fox the main character. Really? So up until December of 2014, huh. Jason Bateman's fox character was the lead character, was the protagonist of Zootopia. Holy shit. And they realized the movie isn't quite working. There's something not clicking. Hmm. And they said, wait a minute. The, this rabbit who's trying to be a police officer, is trying to be first in the class, is trying to be the first rabbit police officer in Zootopia, it has all these things to, all these hurdles to overcome. She's our main character. Let's switch them, which in animation is such a crazy overhaul, especially when you do the when you hear about what they did with Zootopia, where every background character has its own arc, even like small
2: stories. Really?
1: Yeah, you see them experiencing their little lives in the background. Oh, that's and really then cool. And Zootopia is a multi-tiered ecosystem to begin with, because right. it has all these, you know, it's got the beyond just having like the rainforest and the Arctic and all these different eco, you know, the desert, all these actual ecosystems. Mm-hmm. Within each ecosystem is like okay, there's small animals, there's large animals, there's middle animals. So like the rodents have to have en- you know, like entrances to buildings separate from the other ones. So everything's kind of done. And then you have the fur. Like as far as the CGI level, it's amazing. Wow. Like that's a crazy undertaking. As far as a story level, it's a crazy undertaking. The you know, actual technical anima- animations, everything about this movie is incredibly well done. And then you think about the fact. That they almost it. 100% overhauled their story. And like for a animation, like
2: yeah, oh. and for animation yeah, especially, that, you, that's, that's like of. insane, like yeah. for how much they have to do. And they pulled it off.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's family awesome. animation has evolved to an incredible level in America. Right. We've got these things down, to like you know, because I yeah, I'll go see Zootopia, and I I'm sure I will be in tears. I'll be laughing. I'll come away feeling it is a perfect movie because that's where. We've come with the right. It's not stuff. even just kids' shit anymore. But well, when was the last time you saw like? <laughs> oh,
2: and an it's awesome... got some jokes in
1: there that are not kid jokes. Right. Not not that kids won't enjoy them.
0: Right. but It's it, like, like Rugrats like, did. It's kind and of a shit. wink, wink for us. When was right. the last R-rated? animation that was in American theaters oh, that theaters. was really cool you know <laughs> well, I
1: mean our, our you know don't, Beowulf, our, maybe? don't Man, our friends have Funimation like Funimation like I loved Beowulf I, saw I, did, that too. Twice. I did too but and um, that's that's
0: an interesting direction that was awesome. pushing
1: animation Beowulf was a pretty impressive but um, uh, I think the, the Funimation kids they, they always bring over the Japanese stuff and those get limited theatrical releases uh, the one that I'm excited for, I, heard, I read this news right before we started the show. You know DC's been doing these animated shows, or they've been doing animated versions, like the oh, yeah. bigger story arcs. They mm-hmm. have The Killing Joke coming out. Mm. Yeah. So Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy are doing the voice of the Joker and the Batman. Oh, it's that's the awesome. Joke. So that's cool. the Alan Moore's classic The Killing Joke story, finally animated. For those of you guys who just don't want to damn read it, <laughs> uh, and, and, it and obviously it's voiced by the best Batman, the best Joker of all yeah, time, right. so... I'm pretty stoked for that one. Um, that's gonna, that's like top of the list. We're, 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 I mean, I'm okay with being inundated with superheroes for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, I was hanging out with a friend of ours, um, the, we, a former guest, Adi Shankar, who was in the, mm. he, he does like all the bootleg films. Yeah. And we were talking about superheroes. He's got this superhero series thing that he's working on, and uh, in. I was like, you know what, 37, my age and in his age, like, what is it with superheroes? And people ask me, like, what do you love about superheroes? I think they just, they're such an amazing mirror for us as human beings and as cultures, and they, they, they say so much about our different places in, uh, and, you know, just our little existence. Like, you look at Superman and you're like, okay, that was exactly 1938 America and the immigrant culture, and that was a byproduct of all that, yeah. you know? And Batman was a perfect, you know, like statement on like social justice and what we're going to do. And then you go into the 60s and Fantastic Four and the breakdown of the nuclear family after the 50s and Rebel Without a Cause. And like you see all this stuff, Daredevil, and then the the Punisher's born in the 70s and we have all that gritty stuff. And it's almost a reaction in the same way film was a reaction at, the, at times. And you go and you go and Spawn, it's like, okay, yeah, the 90s was kind of full of hot air. right? <laughs> but you still got Spawn these kind of hot enough. air characters that are more... Style and substance, like Spawn yep. and 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 Deadpool. Even though I saw Deadpool again this weekend, I fucking loved it. Yeah, I love that movie. But really, like if somebody asks you, what is the what is the Deadpool story? You know, like like the death of Gwen Stacy and all this stuff is like Spider-Man story. Mm-hmm. Like, well, okay, what's Deadpool's? And it's really hard to call one because he's just kind of a he's like a
0: yeah. an X-Men that didn't quite work out.
1: And he doesn't really have that story. You know. Like, you can tell me Superman's origin, you can tell me Spider-Man's origin, right. you can tell me Batman's origin, you can tell me all, these, you know, Captain America, you can tell me all these iconic stories for these characters, but alright, what's... What's...
2: What's Deadpool's?
1: A really creative writer that <laughs> Maybe just wanted you to talk about make weapon jokes X on page. Stuff, but, um... <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm dying. Maybe my favorite Marvel character, definitely my favorite Marvel production, is returning this weekend in... Daredevil Season 2 on Netflix. Clear the schedule. I know what I'm doing this weekend. I'm watching Daredevil. Oh, I can't wait. And then I'm rewinding. And I'm watching it again. You're going to yeah.
2: rewind? You're going to be
1: kind on and Netflix. rewind that Netflix? Netflix. Good job. Dude. Yeah. Lon, you recently caught up on all the Daredevil. Oh, yeah, I did. Is it not the best thing Marvel's created? It, or it, it, in it, cinematic form.
0: It is a standalone universe, at least I think it is. You no. never you never know what might happen. What do you mean? I mean are they implying the cinematic,
1: that the the, the, the I, Netflix universe and the cinematic universe are one and the same. Really? Yeah okay, because that's you, news you, to me. Well no, because you see uh in uh what's the name of the news reporter uh that was in it. Um we're not gonna say Oh so they linked it. Oh yeah. The the back of his the the his entire office uh, I'm totally blanking on him and he's a major character. Uh no, not, not Foggy, but <laughs> the, the news reporter. Help me! He he's he's mainly in Peter Parker. Uh, but you guys get it. He's mainly he worked at the Daily Bugle in the Peter mm-hmm. Parker universe. Okay. You guys get it. You're screaming at me. Uh, um, but anyway, you see the background, and it's. You know, destruction in, in in Harlem, and that's the Hulk movie that Larry, Larry Terrier did. Huh. That's the first Hulk movie where he fights the Abomination. Okay. That's okay. the destruction in Harlem. You hear about uh, the only reason he can afford the office in Hell's Kitchen is because Hell's Kitchen's recently been damaged by the Shatari attack at the end of the Avengers. Oh shit. Oh, I see. Because it's not Hell's Kitchen today. Oh,
0: it's, okay.
1: It's it's Clinton. Everybody knows in the real world, right. Hell's Kitchen's pretty nice in 2016, 2015, but they needed Hell's Kitchen to kind of be daredevil Frank Miller Hell's Kitchen and that means it had to be, needed to be a little run down well thank god the Avengers and the Shatari fought and destroyed half the city <laughs> oh, and now it's out. I yeah, missed all that they mention it okay that's they cool so it is one it. universe it is all one universe and not only that the TV actors are contracted to be pulled into the Marvel un- cinematic universe, in the movies whenever, oh, they, whenever wow. they call on them. So like, wow. so, so um, John I'm, Bernthal
0: is now the Punisher. John
1: Bernthal is the Punisher. Unlike Charlie the
0: Flash. Yeah, no, no, it's
1: play. not like the DC stuff. Yeah. The Marvel stuff is all connected. And That's Jeff cool. Loeb, the head of Marvel TV, has said that many times. Because on, on, because on, on Agents of Shield, they're always dealing with that. Peggy Carter obviously is part of the cinematic universe. It's all connected. But you
0: have these iterations, right? With like Hulk. Was done a couple times. Yeah. Spider-Man was done a couple times. And The Punisher was done actually two times before, or three times, right? Three. So you had three. Dolph Lundgren from 1989, yeah. Thomas Jane, mm-hmm. 2004, and yes. then you have... Uh, the shitty one. The, no, no, no. The, I, the I, War I, Zone.
1: I don't think he was bad. Uh Ray, Ray no, no, Ray no was, I
2: meant the movie. I meant the shitty movie. No,
1: Ray Stevenson Stevenson. Yeah. Ray Stevenson, who's also there's, there's in you Thor. Could, there's Even moments. He, he's yeah.
0: in Thor. There's moments in Warzone that, that are like, Oh wait, this is cool and then it's and then it's like, oh Oh, but why'd you do not, that? Why'd they? Yeah, I couldn't ugh. even
2: understand Ray Stevenson in that movie. I it's thought a, he was—I
1: thought he was the closest uh, thing to like Garth Ennis' Punisher. You think so? Cause, yeah, because yeah, he didn't have it, Thanksgiving it, it, dinner with with a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> and, like I thought the, the Thomas—I thought the 2004 Punisher was such a watered down, lame character. Huh. I yes, like, I agree. It, it, I
0: was like, it was kind of, it was just weird. He's like speaking Russian at the beginning, and I was like, what there's, is there's this? even a score in that one that feels like, no, like it's like almost like it could work if it was a Captain America movie. I remember it mm-hmm. being very heroic, and Punisher is way too dark. And I thought Warzone, War War
1: like, like Leslie Hellstrom, I was like, okay, she's gonna go violent. She did. She's gonna go kind of more militarized. She did. But the plot was. Yeah Ridiculous I brought a little Hold on Let's hold hold, hold on We've got to take another spot break And We're going to take a spot break We're going to cut the commercial Here on T-Radio V You guys can open it After the break We're going to talk All the nitty gritty Of the Punisher We're going to decide Once and for all Which is the best As we're about to see John Bernthal's iteration All right, Dance And then you're going to get a present We'll be back I have no idea What this music is did you guys just get bored of my theme song? You hate it now?
0: <laughs> I was, <I> was grooving <laughs> that.
1: You're all nodding. You're like, yeah, I think these fuckers are high. I think so our up. engineers are just like, yo. What?
2: They're in. engineers. You know, I. Would you think I was sober when I was engineering a Geekscape on the last I... station the entire time? No. I'll tell you the I'm truth. fucked up the whole I'll time. I'll tell you the truth. I hope everyone listening to Geekscape is on something. <laughs> so it's actually better? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, That's why I was I think, like, sure, I'll be your co It's hilarious. Then I got sober and I was like, fuck that. I, I don't want to be here.
1: Why would you? you? <laughs> You gotta be yeah. under some kind of influence to be enjoying this. No, I'm kidding. We're talking about some very important topics, like who is the best cinematic Punisher. I mean, this is shit that people need to know. Yeah. And I wanna tell you real quick that uh, talking about the cinematic universe over there in the, the Netflix mm-hmm. Marvel corner of, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is uh, Luke Cage got announced as a starting date you know how they yeah. oh, it, not a starting i mean they filmed the damn thing but it's oh it's, oh okay. it's premiering september 30th oh okay good so you're getting I was your, like they got announced know,
2: and they yeah. still have to film it i was like god no, 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 damn it, it's thanks. filmed
1: it's all filmed baby awesome. but you are getting so right now in a few days you guys are all going to be watching daredevil season two yeah. and then less than what six months later yeah, less well, than that, six months yeah. later you guys are getting luke cage on awesome. september 30th and then do we get Iron Fist first or Jessica Jones season 2?
2: Jessica Jones.
1: Who knows? That's my guess. Who knows? They cast Iron Fist. We'll see. Start shooting, baby. Mm. I'm Hey, it's a good time to be a geek. Look both ways before crossing the street. Make so, sure yeah, you don't you die. Watch these you got I need you to live. Geeks, you need to live. We live in a golden <laughs> era. You must live long enough to see it all. All right? That being said, let's talk Punisher. Lon, you brought
0: something. Yes, I brought a, a present for you guys. Okay, so, wh- This is going back to 1989. Holy uh, shit! We've got uh, a couple of copies of The Punisher here. Holy oh, shit! On Blu-ray, transferred over so that it plays on NTSC. Okay, holy so awesome,
2: yeah. shit! <laughs> I was like, on Blu-ray, I was like, dear. <laughs> <laughs> the it's one only with
0: Louis, Louis Gossett Jr. Hey, listen, it's the only Punisher with an Academy Award winning actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I you know I, I think it's a really I think it's a really underrated. Did
1: you see him at the Oscars? He was really featured. Louis yeah. Gossett Jr. came out on the Oscars he and he great. was straight up pimp, and I was like, dude, that dude's a drac from Enemy Mine. I was so excited, <laughs> and I, we had
0: talked about yeah. doing this right before that happened, and when I saw him featured there, I was like, oh, that's that's a good. Dude, so open. this is
1: like a British import. That's copy. the thing about this like, movie; this?
0: it has been so difficult to come by in America. That, listen. New World Pictures owns the rights to the Punisher. He it.
1: Lon just literally brought us Blu-ray burns of the Punisher 1989. This, uh, if you the only if one you, I haven't you, seen. So guys, uh, you know he supports piracy. When when this <laughs> when this Octopi launches, don't ever pay for cartoons. Only again.
0: because you can't get the damn thing in America. When, on Lon,
1: listen, when Octopi launches, you guys, hey. Just hit that VLC and just start recording, baby. And then share and share like. I only All break right? the
0: law for, for for good nerds like you. <laughs> oh, dude, this you. is fucking awesome, dude. I'm glad, I'm glad you appreciate it. Uh, Holy th- shit! I always thought it was a really underrated movie. The music in this one, the per- the score is particularly uh, particularly strong. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. It's, it's it's you know it's back when themes were really this is a the thing. Ang- right? It, did these-
2: it sound like the entire thing was made on
0: um, a keytar? It's actually, it's actually really competent. It's, is it? It's a, it's a score. Like that's cool. Yeah, Dennis. Drake. I would say it's because '80s. You know. Yeah, well, like and that's what's like cool about are. about a Punisher film made in the '80s is yeah. that it kind of deserved, uh, you know, the '80s treatment. I agree with one you 100. And it got it, and it, you know, maybe it wasn't the perfect movie, and you know, there could have been things here and there that 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 would have been better. But one of the things that people always called out was the fact that he didn't have the skull on his chest, mm. and you know, in this, uh. Uh, Burnthal version, he's not going to have his skull on his chest right. at least for a good yeah. portion yeah, of, yeah. The, of
1: the movie. But, the, the, but there, there is. Images have come out and footage has come out that I he have, has the skull. Yeah, I have seen it. But like, so. the skull is like it's faded. Yeah, the skull is faded. It's it's done tastefully. No, it's yeah. probably
2: going to be exactly how the, all the images were um, with the, with like Daredevil, where yeah. it's like,
0: oh, look, he's in his costume, his costume. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, he, he's in his yeah. costume.
2: End credits, the, last the, episode the, done. I,
0: when I was yeah. a kid, I saw this this, pun, this Lundgren version, and there's a scene he's got this relationship with this like homeless thespian throughout the film.
2: A homeless, yeah. thespian. A, a homeless thespian. homeless thespian.
0: And there's a scene at the end where he had a perfect opportunity to take chalk or something and just paint it on him for yeah, theatrics dude, put like or a, whatever. Yeah, put
1: like a skull on his chest.
0: Yeah, it, it, but what they do is they make it real subtle. It, it's sort of in the makeup. He's kind of crazy in, in the 89 version. He's like underground in the sewer like talking to god naked you know it's it's, it's really dark <laughs> i got no, it dude, the he, fifth he, ninja turtle Lon, yeah
2: lo, exactly. dude, Lon's <laughs> my
1: favorite guest because he literally just brought he me in a 1989 version of the pun no you can tons of guests bring stuff no <laughs> Not he brought no, me substance, he, though. He, he brought me here's the, my book he brought me a blu-ray of the punisher from 1989 the lewis gossip Dolph Lundgren version. This is awesome, man.
0: Well, I'm glad you guys are fans because, uh, you, you know, there's a lot of negativity around this movie. and uh, I, can go I've, jump I've been in fighting a, it. I've been most people it. People can go fucking jump in a creek.
1: <laughs> All right. Go jump in the lake, pal. Because uh, the, the Thomas J. one didn't work. No. All right. The Ray Stevenson one, as much as I wanted it to work, just didn't work. I mean, this is like the bad guys literally go to where he lives, kidnap Julie Benz, who I love, mm. and then take her. In the hopes that the Punisher will then come and get her, and they can lay a trap.
0: Motherfuckers, you went to where he lived, yeah, lay the trap there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it pacing wise, it just didn't come together for no, me. No, it was it, like the it,
1: Thomas J one when Tom when, when what's his name, who's the bad guy in it? John uh, uh, Tr- Tra- Travolta, Travolta. So, and yeah, he's like yeah. a million dollars to the man who can find me the Punisher. It's like you've been to his movie, his place three times <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. Just raise your hand and be like, I, I can give you his address right now. Can I have my million dollars? Because <laughs> let me my, tell you.
2: Look at my most recent
0: locations we, on my GPS, yeah, on Yeah, we've been
1: there three times during the course of this movie, and
0: I, I don't want to hear it. You yeah. guys are... And I, I mean, I, I, it was irritating watching him drown all his troubles in a bottle of whiskey. You know, yeah, whereas in this one, yeah. he's fucking in the sewer talking to God naked. He's <laughs> Yeah, su- he's got he's real dark. Pathos. He's got something wrong yeah. with him. You like, know? He's broken. Yeah. <laughs> he's broken.
1: You, know, you can tell that the death of his family, the murder of his family, what? really <laughs> turned murder? him into it.
2: His family spoiler, got murdered Spoiler. spoiler I haven't spoiler. seen Don't see it, keep it yet. Don't damn it.
1: it. Guys, I am so. I'm um, so. You know, everybody wanted to see. I think after Daredevil Season 1, everybody wanted to see Bullseye. They wanted to see Elektra and Bullseye, and it is a testament to these guys over at Marvel that they said, you know what? We know that Bullseye is the rooftop mano mano guy when it comes to Daredevil. Uh, that's the traditional choice, mm-hmm. but the fact that they went Punisher is so smart because their ideologies are so opposed. They obviously want the same goal. Right. We want the we want crime eradicated, but the way they go about it is literally. A, the perfect opposition. It's a perfect ying and yang. And the fact that they chose the Punisher as season two of Daredevil is so awesome because then you can add Bullseye, and Bullseye is just nothing more than like a, a, a an amazing you know gun for hire, but. The smart choice, the choice where you're really trying to make this thing about something and then build off of it as the
0: punishment. the like trailers that, that was the next have been phenomenal. The stuff they've released around it has got me so pumped. Burnthal is perfect.
2: Season. And then the Electra stuff looks great. See, I'm still worried about Burnthal. I have no, I've, I, for no He's reason phenomenal. either. I, I just want you to, uh, to, to, in the back of your mind when you're watching it this weekend, just think to yourself, does he suck? No. <laughs> you can't say no already. No, you <laughs> can't, can't well, say no. Listen, well, can't, can't,
1: Burnthal, yeah. uh, when you have Martin Scorsese. Like hiring this guy to be in a movie. When you have, did you see the, the uh, what was the name? Uh, you know, looking for a hero. That was the mini series from the guy who did the uh, the wire. Sure. He he did that mini series looking for a hero that had um. What was the name of the actor? Oh my god, from from Force Awakens and and from uh Ex Machina. Um, I'm I'm really blanking now. Huge guy. Huge actor right now. (laughs) He was on a miniseries for HBO called Looking for a Hero, and Don Bernthal's in it, and he plays the lawyer, and he's perfect, and he's great. This guy has range. He's been in so many things comedically, dramatically.
0: Walking Dead, I would say. He brought a level of, um, you know, uh, what's the word? Uh, Intensity. Yeah, Yeah, every time he was on screen, it was just like, when's he going to murder someone? someone. And then (laughs) then Frank Darabont went and made that
1: miniseries about the mob. Afterwards, in Hollywood, that, was, that just didn't get extended, but it yeah. was Frank Darabont's thing after The Walking Dead where he did, like, the, it was like a mafia-type thing, and it was like Hollywood in the 30s and 40s, and he played the main character in that, and it was awesome. Okay, yeah.
2: I, As a retort to that, I will say, Kuba Gooding Jr. won an Oscar as well.
1: I love Snow Dogs.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love Snow Dogs and radio.
2: Radio <laughs> is... You should have won it for radio again. (laughs) He won. And, like, all the arguments for what you're giving John Bertha are all the arguments, like, right after radio. You're like, no, Goomba King Jr. did all this amazing thing. Remember radio? Probably yeah, got a better track record at
1: this point. But... Yeah, I would say John Bernthal is making some good choices. Yeah, but there
2: was that point where all of a sudden Kubas, all this shit started going straight to DVD yeah. overnight.
1: Yeah, well, you know what? You're not going to take away from the fact that Lon Strickland still my favorite Game guest. Of all time, <laughs> he brought me a Blu-ray of Punisher <laughs> from 1989.
0: Just, just keep in mind, Huge, just man. John Bernthal
2: suck. Just keep that in mind. Don't, don't do this to, to me. me. Just, just keep it. All right. Does you he don't... suck?
0: When... I I could love him or hate him. I think because I actually really enjoyed him in um, the. Uh, what was the movie with uh, Fury? No, oh, the, the oh, boxing movie was Stallone oh. and.
1: Oh, uh, he was good uh, in Creed. Creed? No, oh, it was no, the, no. the other uh, one. With, oh, 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 oh! I never saw it.
0: The, the old guys with fighting. Were their old guys fighting? Oh, oh yeah, death match. Everybody made fun of it's it. Something. Death, uh, I uh, it's final didn't see match it. or something. Yeah, it's something like that. I didn't see it, man. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was not gonna watch. it. Grudge that. match. Grudge match. Grudge match. He yeah. was he was really good at it. Berthold was good at it. Grudge match. what it was was he was really likable. Yeah. And I hated him in Walking Dead. I I you know he was so creepy. But in, in uh, Grudge Match, you actually like you really kind of sympathize with well, them.
1: Well, I hope I love, hate him and Punisher as a That's Punisher, what you would hope for as a
0: Punisher, right? This would
1: be awesome. And then obviously there's a rumor of Netflix spinning it off into its own thing. is we have a lot left to talk about. We have to pause for one more station identification here on T-Radio-V. Can we just skip them and I'll just say T-Radio-V, listen to T-Radio-V, and then we just keep talking? No, just... <laughs> there are rules. All right? There are rules to this. Oh, nice little music. We'll be right back here. Some
2: Apple stock on music. Geekscape. <laughs> wow. Minute, all
1: right, Geekscape, yeah. we're back here on Geekscape. We're going to finish this one up. All right. We've had Oh. Uh, <laughs> He's like we're going to finish you. We're going to cut your yeah. mind. Uh, we're going to finish this one up. Uh, we've been talking about very serious things. Yeah. All right, the punisher. Yeah. This stuff This is stuff that's important to us. This is why I started a podcast in the first place cuz I was like, I'm going to be talking about these passionate these passionate subjects uh, that I think mean something. Uh, anyway, why not do them with an audience for an audience? And Geekscapists, um, its an exciting time to be in the Geekscape because we're working on all sorts of stuff behind the scenes that I think hopefully one day you'll see and you'll be like, "Wow, I've been a part of this since the beginning." Or or two weeks ago. What was that? <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Whenever you guys—if you guys are Geekscapists who maybe only check the website, listen to the podcast, maybe you just hang out on the Facebook and see our posts. You're going to get. Oh, my dream is to give you guys more. All right? Maybe, remember we put out a movie out two years ago? Maybe put you guys out another movie. Maybe give you guys something else. Who knows? But we're always working for you guys because Geekscape is something that I built to be our little thing, and you're building it with me by being a part of it. Jonathan, let me okay. just
0: say I'm, I'm really proud to be on episode 402. Yeah, be the, yeah. Be on you know, the because episode. 4 and 2 together is 42. Yeah. Which oh, is the perfect the, yeah. number. Oh, I thought it was
2: the meeting and, of the universe. Uh, you're is, here yes, on
1: yes. And you're doing it on Pi Day. Yeah.
2: Do you know yeah. it's Pi Day? Yeah. Three point one four one five nine two six five four. It's going. Octopi. Uh, yeah. Octopi. Oh, oh, shit. Octopi it Day. It all comes Yay, together. It's raining hentai. Um, so. <laughs> That's not rain, Jonathan.
1: Speaking of uh, multi-armed things with webs, Spider-Man was in that Civil War trailer.
0: Damn right he was. Yeah, he was.
1: Oh well, well, yeah. That Captain America Civil War trailer. Did we just spoil it for you, Kenny? Oh uh,
2: yeah. Was he?
0: The no. Spider-Man wasn't it. You, there's uh, no yeah. way you missed that.
1: Yeah. There's no way. The internet oh. literally fucking had a fit about this thing. And I looked up and so at the end of the Civil War trailer, you see what you've seen basically. Some more I like the book, but there's more Black Panther, there's a bit more plot, you realize like why Tony and Steve are fighting, why there is a civil war between these eight characters. <laughs> that was a slight <laughs> against, you know, the level. You know, come on. In the comics there were like a million characters. In this one, they're like, what do these three people have a fight? <laughs> um that being said, the cool thing was, at the end of the trailer, there's a standoff, Tony looking at Steve, smart quip, smart quip, followed by another smart quip, and then finally, Tony goes, alright, Underoos, and you see Captain America with his shield, he gets torn out of his grip by a web, cling, cut to Spider-Man, he catches the shield, and he goes, hey everyone, and we're like, oh
2: shit! <laughs> Your friendly neighbor, Spider-Man!
1: Spider-Man just took Cap's shield and webbed his hands, and there was literally an hour plus of on the release day, when the all the internet talked about was Peter getting all his goo all over Steve's hands <laughs> on the internet. And I was like, yes.
0: They did an amazing job of keeping that a secret, too. Like yeah. No one I knew mean, that was coming. You
1: yep. knew Spider-Man was in the movie. Yeah. Because that Sony stuff was pretty public. And you knew that the whole deal was Sony and Marvel kind of sharing the character. hmm Sony's doing a movie, and maybe Tony and Steve are in the Spider-Man movie over at Sony. And
0: Well, I thought you know, it would be the Avengers 3 that he would actually show. I, I didn't yeah, realize it was going to be the Civil War. No,
1: it, well, things started falling apart when... Well, the secret started opening up when you started seeing like the whole casting choices. And then when Tom Holland got cast, there was, I think, a slip where, you, where somebody took a photo of Tom on set of Civil War. And people were like, hey, he's probably going to be in Civil War. And it's going to be awesome, because then once you get to the the Infinity War 1 and 2, Spider-Man's just going to be part of it. And we'll see what they do to bridge that with the Sony Spider-Man standalone movie, which they just cast Zendaya in as Michelle, which is a character from... Michelle's a character from the Spider-Man standalone... uh, Not amazing Spider-Man comic book, Mm -hmm. but Spider-Man, the one with Miles Morales. Michelle is like a potential love interest in the Miles Morales Spider-Man. So... Is she a love interest for Peter, even though she's Miles's character? Does that make sense? It's starting to get a little it's weird. It's going to but, be a yes. It's but both. you know, maybe she's the introduction. Who's like, hey, why don't you hang out with my friend Mary Jane Park? You know, yeah. Watson.
0: And then eh, who knows but how we're gonna do it? Similar to Hulk, this is the third casting change for yeah. the character, right? So now we're, we're we're a fresh start. That's a fresh. Yep. No, the the
1: well, fresh start on casting, but the uh the second Hulk casting with um, with Ed Norton, that's that's MCU canon. Okay. The Ed Norton Hulk is MCU canon. And mm-hmm. again, you saw that in Daredevil. It was on the front page of a newspaper in the background of a of, of thing. It said, you know, destruction in, in Harlem. And it there was absolutely... And then not only that, but Thunderbolt Ross, the same actor who was in that Hulk movie with Ed Norton, who played Thunderbolt Ross is Thunderbolt Ross in Captain America Civil War. Oh, shit. Oh, and did I see Ant-Man in Civil War? Hell, yeah, you did. And in that trailer, trailer. he was doing the iconic I'm-gonna-jump-on-one-of-Hawkeye's-arrows thing. It's like one of the most famous Avengers covers, or Avengers West Coast covers, is Ant-Man hanging onto the front of one of Hawkeye's arrows getting shot out. It's like, yeah. That's like their equivalent of like... You know, uh, the fastball special when Colossus throws Wolverine. It's like their equivalent. It's like Hawkeye and Ant-Man team up and And Ant-Man rides the arrow. Still Paul Rudd? Yep. Still Paul Rudd, yeah. You know, and the cool thing is, again, like I said, it's been said publicly that the TV actors for Marvel are contracted to do the movies if need be. So, yes, the Punisher, Daredevil, these characters could have shown up in Civil War, but... Maybe they will in Infinity War. Like, I think in... that's good that they do that. Yeah, they... I think in Infinity, if Infinity War literally is the whole Marvel Universe versus Thanos... Yeah. No. Let's do it, baby. Wow. Let's do it. Let's have... Iron Fist fight him, you know. Like, let's have all these bastards. Yeah. Let's have the Agents of
0: Shield just trying just to figure to, it out. I don't know. Remember a twelve do trillion dollar League movie, unlimited? You know, we're just.
2: <laughs> you know what's gonna happen, up. man? Like, maybe can we limit it just a little <laughs> it's bit? Like, like, there's a lot, just, lot of stuff going on. The <laughs>
1: um, there's also we talked about the uh, release date being uh, announced for Luke Cage, September 30th. We're really looking forward to that. Uh, there's also a release date over on the AMC TV side of things with Creature, which is like one of the best. Graphic novel comic book series mm-hmm. of all time. Garth Ennis is Steve Dillon's Preacher that we all loved. Remember, do you ever read Preacher? No. Preacher's the shit. And Seth Rogen and Adam Goldberg, or uh, his producing partner, have that have created that series for AMC and it's, Oh yeah yeah I saw the so trailer it's, it's for that it's premiering it looked... May 22nd after
2: the finale of Fear the Walking Dead oh, so cool. Nice. Uh, I don't I So mean, finally something good after Fear the Walking Dead How dare you It's that show Fear... is horrible <laughs> Don't the please, old, no please. if it, that, that the only good episode of the entire show was the last 15 minutes of the last episode of the first season When they go to the beach Like yeah, yeah. there's actually shit that happens the rest of it's yeah. like I've how am I like all right no. I get that I've already saw a lot of zombies but I'm not Kenny, watching I'm to never look at any no
1: kenny I'm, I'm going to disagree with you on that it's not that nothing was happening on fear the walking dead because i think a lot was happening it was the characters weren't making logical choices and i understand that we're watching characters that are pushed to their limits mm-hmm. and we're not all going to be on our a game when there's some life-threatening virus or monster trying to kill us no, but
2: let's all i would go like left i would
1: like right. to think that you would like closed doors and things at and least. like i don't know maybe not empty the Great Western Forum and flood LA with zombies yeah. just to try and rescue three people. That was a plot line mm. that I was like, oh, congratulations, you just became the biggest asshole in the history of any zombie show ever.
2: Yeah. You literally had okay. the Great
1: Western Forum full of zombies and you emptied it to try and rescue two
2: people. You
1: a-hole. All right,
2: I'll give you that. They were making bad choices, but they were Very doing nothing in between the time they were just making bad choices. And
1: Kenny, you know when I... you... Kenny, you know like, like at 3 a.m.? Uh-huh. Because, I mean, it's hard to judge people for bad choices. Because at 3 a.m. when you're like, I'm going to masturbate or drink or both. Yeah. When you make that choice. My hand
2: looks really, it looks much prettier if I drink before masturbation. I don't judge you. I don't judge you. (laughs) You know? And I definitely say you aren't going to do, you aren't doing nothing. I'm not judging you. I'm judging the stupid fucking TV show. You know what I'd like to
0: see is Romero make a new... Living Dead movie, yeah. you know, at least one more. I thought yeah. Land of the Dead was okay. It was okay. And, 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 yeah, I just feel like he could come out of the gate with something. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not gonna complain post. about George
1: Romero ever telling the story because you know what? We have to thank him for all of this. Yeah, yeah. it all
0: feels very. Romero. We're not
1: playing any of this stuff without Romero, and they're very clear about their love of Romero. Greg Nicotero especially oh, is just like, yeah. dude, and he I owe was there
0: him. from you know, I think Day of the Dead. He, he yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He worked on Day of the Dead. Interviewed in the film, the documentary Doc, Doc of the Dead. Co-produced by Geekscape.
2: Nice. Yes.
1: So, if you guys have Netflix, watch Doc of the Dead. And I performed the, Nick, uh, the Greg Nicotero interview myself. That was that was, that, that was fun. That was fun. So, when you're like, hey, when you can see the light in his glass reflection... That is your uh, face. Let's just keep in mind, <laughs> hey, um, I didn't have a monitor and... <laughs> Yeah, I so work with what I, you, you know got? what? I was in the DP, so yes, you mm-hmm. can see the reflection of one of our I'm a big fan of all your classes, work, Jonathan. So. I, I like
0: seeing you show up and do these interviews. And, oh, and yeah. people versus George Lucas was a big moment oh, for yeah. me as well. Seeing, oh yeah, Seeing you in that, that one. Yeah, the. I like Alex.
1: I wonder what Alexander Philippe's doing. We should call him. But <laughs> no, Geekscape is like I said earlier. If, you, if you're just listening to the Geekscape episodes just know that like you should tap into the Geekscape website or at least the Geekscape Facebook and Twitter because we are working to make more Geekscape. And not only that, but here at T-Radio-V, this may be our last episode on T-Radio-V because they've rebranded or at least moved us to a different thing called Z-Hollywood, which is Mike Zena, Mike who, who owns T-Radio-V. He has this new... I think I think he wants it to be more premium...
2: It's oh, premium uh, not that you're gonna. Have, yeah.
1: Not that you have to pay for it. <laughs> not that you have to pay for it. But it's premium. It's free. But he's moving us to a new branded thing called Z Hollywood. So Geekscape has been invited to join the ranks of Z Hollywood along with Mr. Eric Roberts and that that crew. Uh, so I think it's more of like his Hollywood celebrity. Uh yeah yeah if he's yes. making different what? rosters I yeah. think I think Z Hollywood it's like is the
2: like, A team and B team like, I think we got
1: upgraded to the A team I think we got moved from the D league back to the NBA but which, we're only on the 70, we're only like the seventy sixers
2: yeah or which A team is yeah. it is it
1: Quentin so, uh,
2: Rampage Jackson or uh Mr T I don't know I I enjoyed the the Quentin I enjoyed the Rampage Jackson I, one I, me too yeah. I, like don't I had to put it. on subtitles but I really did enjoy his
1: character um, so that is like a little announcement for the end of the show but we, this is our last show I think on T V and from now on we're going to do, be doing the show officially on Z Hollywood which is kind of cool uh, Lon where can we find more stuff about you and about Octopi
0: uh, well you check out Octopi Network on Facebook and, yeah. and like us on there uh, we have a web page we just launched it um, but yeah and, you know find me on Facebook find me on Twitter it's just my name Lon Strickland and uh, yeah, putting out weird stuff all the time. Dude you know? in this, the
1: Punisher Blu-ray. I know. I'm Jonathan Lennon, this is Kenny Craig for Geekscape. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and of course at Geekscape.net. We love you and we'll see you guys again next week on Z Hollywood and here on Geekscape. Peace everybody.